know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Thanks for days. We're back, baby. We had a fucking week, too, motherfucker. Uh, huge week. How we feeling, Jake? Good. Good. It was an interesting week. We, we were both pretty good on our picks. Um, the updated rank uh, standings after week four is I'm 29, 22, and three. I'm up three units, and Luke is 45 and 44, and he's up two units. So neither of us are losing money on college football. We're winning actually quite a few games. We had a pretty good week last weekend. Um, I didn't get to watch a lot of games, but it was it was pretty interesting following some of them, seeing some of the scores. And I think the main takeaway now is like pretty much anybody is beatable. Hundred percent, anybody. Um, really anybody. I mean, Oklahoma looked terrible. Um. They almost lost to West Virginia. Probably should have lost that game. Um, Clemson finally lost. Like, that was just – that was a ticking time bomb for Clemson. They just never put it together. Um, Iowa State with a bad loss against Baylor. I mean, Baylor's low-key looking good. They're undefeated. Um, but, yeah, a lot of close games. A lot of games that probably shouldn't have been close that were. Um, in for I mean, let's talk about the first game. Wisconsin-Notre Dame. Wisconsin just – they were in it for probably three and a half quarters, and then they just fell apart. Notre Dame took over. Um, we were both on Notre Dame, so what are we thinking? Um, I didn't get to watch a ton of this game, but I think if you're a Wisconsin fan and you look – I know a couple of the picks were late, but they're both pick sixes. But when you see a guy that was leading your team at quarterback transfer to a different team – loses job to the current guy, which is Graham Mertz at Wisconsin, and then Mertz throw four picks. Mertz stinks. Let's just yeah. get that straight. Mertz is terrible. I watch this game front to finish, I mean, front to back, like consistently making bad throws, not even talking about his pick. If he threw zero picks in this game, it still would have been a terrible game. That's how bad he played. Um, but like you said, the two pick sixes kind of late in the game suck. And Notre Dame actually returned a kickoff. So, like, three yeah. college football plays that, like, changed the whole game. Um, but shout out to – I mean, you got to give your props to Notre Dame. Like, they were – That cone, too. He's balling, man. He's balling. Again, uh, they didn't score that much because – but yeah, he, didn't have, he didn't have a great game. But uh-huh. it was Wisconsin's defense. And I think he actually got hurt for a little bit. Um, and – I mean, it's just that's just a game that you have to win if you're Notre Dame, and they did it, and they they kind of shut America up with like we're overrated talk because you know they almost lost to Toledo, almost lost to Florida State, um, and then they come out and beat the honestly by the end they beat the shit out of a good team. I don't think Wisconsin's very good. I don't. This isn't this isn't a Wisconsin team that we've seen in past. I said at the beginning of the year. I said Wisconsin has developed their program well enough where they're going to get the unneeded, unwarranted, like just 
not deserving media attention preseason. Wisconsin last year was like three and five or whatever. And it was a COVID year. I get it. But they were just horrible last year. Like they were a very mediocre Big Ten West team in preseason. I believe they were ranked 12th. And I saw that and I immediately said they're not the 12th best team in the country. There's no fucking way. Like, it is just the media bias towards Wisconsin at this point. This team doesn't have any new additions or anything crazy coming into this year that is going to make me be like, yo, they're going to be much better than last year. And I don't even think they're even close. Like, it's, it's pretty much like similar team. I don't think Notre Dame's that good either. It just looked like two shitty football teams. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, – it's hard to argue with that. I mean, they – Wisconsin's um, – I mean, they've lost two, two games against – top 10 teams and they look bad in the first game. They looked like they could have won that game. They really could have beat Penn state. Um, but I don't know what happened here. I mean, their defense was pretty good, but I, I don't know. I don't know where to go if you're Wisconsin. Um, but like, how hard are you in Notre Dame? Do you think, do you think they're a top 10 team maybe, or do you think it's like, no, both these teams really suck. No, I, I, I don't think Notre Dame's like really good, but I think also when you look at this year in college football as a whole, there's not many teams that you look and see and you're like, wow, that team is way better than everybody else. I think 100%. you can make an argument for Georgia and Alabama that they've definitely been the two thus far that have been the most dominant, but like even Georgia, they're killing teams and I don't think you can take that away from them. And they beat Clemson who going into the year – Everybody, it was Clemson. Everybody assumes yeah. Clemson's going to be really good. They're not the same team that we thought. They struggled against them a little bit, getting offensive, offensive going. But um, yeah, Georgia, Georgia, and Alabama are the two teams. When I look at it, they're probably the two. And then there's kind of like a middle section of about six or eight other teams, and then yeah. there's the rest. But for Notre Dame, if you look at it, they're four and zero. All that matters is they won four games. Yeah. I think this year in college football, the biggest thing, it doesn't matter how much you beat a team by. It's just win. Like, and yeah. they're 4-0. They've done all they can do on paper. They can't get any much better than that. And they get Cincinnati next weekend at home. And then they don't got, like, a lot of teams that I think can compete with them. I think yeah. they can lose every game, but I think they'll be favored in pretty much every game if they beat Cincinnati this week. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I think – uh, so week one, they, their defense was terrible against Florida State. And I didn't know this, but they had a new co- defensive coordinator come in, change the whole defense around, and they looked a lot better in this Wisconsin game against a bad Wisconsin offense, I should say. But this Notre Dame defense is something. And if Jack Cohn can play, you know, a little better against a little worse defense than Wisconsin, um, I think Notre Dame could be dangerous. I say that. And it's it's still the same thing it is every year. You know, they're gonna they, they might go undefeated, they might do well, but once it comes to the playoff, if they make it, they're just gonna get slaughtered again. Like it's they're just not on that level. They just aren't. Um, and I think they might get slaughtered by Cincinnati if they can get their offense going. And yeah, Jack Cohn might really struggle against that Cincinnati defense. That that's gonna be definitely an interesting game. And if you're a Notre Dame fan. You get past that game in the next weekend. I think they'll beat Cincinnati. I think the next weekend, where if I'm a Notre Dame fan, that's where I'm worried. I I don't I I like that. 
Virginia Tech on the road, night game in Blacksburg, Lane Stadium. Yeah. I don't think they make it out of there alive. I think they beat Cincinnati this weekend. I don't think they make it out of Blacksburg alive. Oof. I li- I do like that. Uh, you know, Virginia Tech played or beat uh, North Carolina week one who kind of ends up stinking. But They suck. They lost Georgia Tech. This yeah, week. but so. that's – that's a huge letdown week, like huge. And we all, we saw the enter Sandman, like that could get crazy. I don't, I don't care who you're playing or how good Virginia tech is. If you go into that stadium at night, kick off, like it's oh. just I'm looking out the window, Kinnick's another place that's similar to that. It's like, there's some of those stadiums that like, you just don't go in there at night and expect to get a win. I don't care how bad the team is. Like, it's just, it makes a difference. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, speaking of Kinnick and Iowa, is the Iowa Penn State game moved to the night game yet? Oh, 3 p.m. It's moving back, night. though, right? Because it started at 11. Well, I don't think they're going to move it now. They, it didn't start at 11. They announced it at 3 p.m. I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, that's tough. That's a missed opportunity. I mean, I think it's better than 11 a.m., but fuck. I mean, that's just – Super unfortunate for every kid here and like everybody, everybody yeah. in Iowa wants it a night kick. Even yeah. Penn State fans wanted a night kick. It's just like that's just such a missed opportunity at a great venue, especially when it's two top five teams probably going to be playing against each other. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's a missed opportunity. But we'll get to that in a couple of weeks. That'll be such a fun game. I hope probably you're going to. Oh yeah. Um, but let's get to some of the other games. Uh, probably the next biggest game was A and M, uh, Arkansas. I think it was at Arkansas. If I'm right, if I let me look. No, it was at Jerry's World. I don't have. Oh yeah, it was at Jerry's World. Um, I, I dude, I really like this Arkansas team. They're they can they can bro they can move the ball. Their defense is good, and it was a backup quarterback for A and M, but I don't know, dude. They they look scary. I agree. I, I just, A&M was a team that I thought were kind of fraud. Um, I thought, you know, when you get into the SEC, A&M is going to lose some games, and I, I think that's true, but I wouldn't take anything away from Arkansas. Um, if you look at the stats, like, they can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They they brought in that other quarterback yeah. that was electric. Like, that dude was so dude, fast. I've never uh, seen someone that fast as, like, a quarterback. He looked like – fucking kd too like he was he couldn't have been over 200 pounds i yeah. mean he was probably like 6'3 like 195 just like this super skinny dude they said he was recruited for the uh 100 the 100 meter like track oh i bet dude yeah, like that's how fast he is wow. like this dude can move um but i will say if he's playing against i think they have a big game this week don't they georgia Georgia. So if he's playing, if that uh, second guy, I think his name was Thornsby or something. If he's playing against Georgia, dude, he's gonna get rocked. They they need KJ Jefferson in that game because KJ Jefferson is really good. He does basically the same thing, and he can like actually throw the ball. Um, but you could see when KJ Jefferson went out, A uh, and M was like, okay, throw the ball against us and see what. Like we'll let you throw the ball. We're just not gonna let you run. And he couldn't do anything. Hopefully he's okay for that because you need all hands on deck going against that Georgia defense. I mean, that's, it's an 11 a.m. kick. Talk no, about it. it's not. Bro. Dude, what is wrong with the fucking schedule makers? Game day's there too. 
That's, I don't know. I, these TV networks are so pussy. They don't want to compete with other big games on different – like ESPN and Fox and CBS and all of these are trying to put these time slot windows, and they're so fucking worried about it overlapping with another big game for money reasons yeah. that they, they're just screwing some of these schools. Yeah, and I don't, Georgia gets fucked here. Like, this is a home game against a top-10 team, and it's at 11 a.m. Like, that's just horrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, and there's other big games this weekend. Oh, huge. We have Alabama, Alabama Ole Miss, yep. And like we said, Cincinnati Notre Dame. Um, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's let's get a little crazy one time. So out of those three games, who do you think is on upset or alert the most? And I will say Cincinnati's the favorite over Notre Dame. Uh, but Georgia, Alabama, and Cincinnati, who's up on upset alert the most? I'd say Alabama. Ooh. I'd say Alabama for sure because I think Georgia – the Georgia-Arkansas game, I don't think – I mean, it would be shocking to see Arkansas win, but I don't think it's as much of, like, an upset as if Ole Miss beats Alabama. And I think Cincinnati-Notre Dame, like, it's kind of a toss-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Picking out of the two, I think Georgia will beat Arkansas. I think they're really good this year. Yeah. But I think – the better chance of an upset comes in Tuscaloosa because Ole Miss is so dynamic, like offensively. And this is a team that last year when they played Alabama scored like the most points on Alabama in like forever. Like they put up like 49 or 50 some points. They gave up like 60 and lost, but we know Ole Miss can score on this team. I think this is my, this is one of my, like looking at this matchup, this is one of my like most anticipated hypest games of the year. Yeah. Kiffin going back into Tuscaloosa. Um, it's going to be crazy atmosphere, I'm sure, there. Matt Corral playing against yeah. a really good defense. It's like if Mississippi State can get stops, maybe force Bryce Young to make a couple mistakes. I'm not like – I think they can win this game. Oh, I do too. Uh, I just, Have you seen the spread on that game? 14 and a half. 14 and a half. I thought that was absurd. Crazy number. Um, but I agree. I think Ole Miss can go in and win that game. I think – like, if they can just force Bryce Young to make, like, two bad mistakes, like, nobody can stop this team. They're going to score 50. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Um. So, I think that'd be crazy. But I will say, I think Arkansas is going to beat Georgia. Ooh. I think, dude, this Arkansas team, if K.J. Jefferson's healthy, if their quarterback's healthy, I think they can really win this game. I do, I do too. I think that's – the game Arkansas can win too. I, I picked Ole Miss a little bit more part of it too, because of KJ Jefferson. Like if he doesn't play, they're not winning. Yeah. I mean, they, they're not going to win that game. If he yeah. doesn't, play, I don't think they're just not going to be able to throw the ball well enough. It's going to be super one dimensional, but three really good games next weekend. I'm excited to watch them. True. And uh shout out to, shout out, shout out to Georgia because they played uh Vanderbilt this week. And they were up 35 to zero with two two minutes into the second quarter. 35 to zero, dude. It was so ugly. I mean um, JT Daniels like barely played. He was nine for 10, 129 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> and then they put that Stetson Bennett kid in. And then he just started ripping it. They ran for 241 yards too. I mean, they had like fucking 500 um and 30 yards of offense or something like that. <laughs> Oh, man. So, we got a good – I'm excited for the weekend. Vanderbilt, I'm looking at the stats. 
Vanderbilt threw for 24 yards, two no. picks, and only ran for 53. So Georgia's defense gave up 77 yards of offense. Yikes. Yikes. That's a big yikes. Um, I work, I'm going off track a little bit here, uh, but speaking of, like, yards, did you see how many throwing yards the Bears had? Ah, it's fucked up. No, but did you? I mean, it's, like, 60 or something like that. Negative. Well, they had negative throwing yards. That, that, that's because of sacks and shit. But like still. That. No, I think no. – I'm pretty no, – like, they, they didn't throw for negative yards. I'm pretty sure they threw – I saw they threw for negative yards. Let me oh, look. they didn't. It was like on pass plays. They had negative – Okay, that, that, that sounds more right. But still. There's no – yeah, they, I watched the game. They didn't fucking throw for negative. Six. That that's was so bad. Hard. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about this. this yeah, is that's fair. College football, college football. Um, shout out to App State for going down. Smart play. Great football play oh, from huge App State. Could have scored a touchdown to go up by eight. They chose not to because they were up by one. They uh, Marshall tried to let them score. They didn't. Marshall wins. Plus seven. That was huge. That was a big cover for both of us. Huge. Huge. Um, I have some other Friday night things to say. Charlotte, I, I was watching some of that game. They were wearing the ugliest cream jerseys I have ever seen. Dude, you should have seen these jerseys. With the green helmet, cream jer- terrible. Oh, Just geez. awful. Are you looking them up? Uh, you can keep going. I'm looking them up. Uh, and then the other game, UNLV Liberty, where I – I mean, I mean not UNLV, uh, Syracuse Liberty – Dude, Syracuse defense isn't good. I mean, isn't bad. Um, and they have this corner, Deuce Chestnut, who's just a dog. Deuce Chestnut, love the guy. He's just an animal. Was all over that Liberty team. I think Liberty, I think Liberty lost that game. Um, Malik Willis looked terrible. Um, but yeah, that was tough. Um, and I had one other thing I was wanted to say about something i can't remember um i kind of like those uniforms the cream ones yeah dude they are so ugly dude they're like oh just wear white they're pretty bad just wear white bro and the green helmets just made it that much worse i don't mind them the helmets look like they they like they got the jerseys and they ran out of money and couldn't afford helmets though like, it don't match, right? Like, they need cream helmets or something, too. Right. Like they threw on the regular home game helmets. They couldn't afford that shit. Other <laughs> <laughs> than the budget. And then All I right. have this written down. I can't I, – I, someone was – I can't remember what team it was. Damn, I'm, I'm angry at myself that I can't remember what team it was. Oh, no, I live bet Virginia because they were wearing these kind of fire jerseys, like purple almost. <laughs> and then – some guy for the other team, like, I, I was watching this, and I was like, dude, this this is what every team should do. They had this electric wide receiver who could, wasn't getting the ball. So, like, every six or seven plays, they just ran a jet sweep for him. Or just, like, I've been saying forever, when you have a star wide receiver who's struggling early in the game, just force feed him the ball, like, five or six times. If you lose yards, it's fine. Like, dude – 
Like, oh, I remember Odell used to go through these streaks where he wouldn't touch the ball for like three quarters. And it just never made sense to me. Like, how are we not throwing a screen pass or like getting him the ball in a run game? How are we not doing something to get him the ball? Because every time he touches the ball, it's just, it's like, it's just like good things happen. And then they just refuse to give him the ball. It makes me so mad. But someone on, I think it was Virginia, they were just, feeding one of these wide receivers who was just like it. And I loved it. I like that. Sometimes they need a little bit of confidence. You know, they're seeing double coverage and stuff like that. Just, just get them going, get them right. Get the rock in their hands one time. I don't know about four or five, six times in a row. Like, <laughs> I don't know about all that, but yeah, find a way to get the ball in your playmaker's hands. I agree. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I feel like we got to go talk about Bowling Green, Minnesota. Oh, man, I forgot about that one. Like, come on, bro. Shout out to Bowling Green. They've covered every week. Um, But that's just such a bad loss. Minnesota. So bad. You can't that's, be doing that. Can't You can't lose to a MAG school. You can't only put 10 points up against a MAG school. Like, Tanner Morgan was 5 of 13 with two picks. He looked terrible. 59 yards. That's horrible. I think Flex sometimes, or whoever calls the plays, they get they know their strengths. They do. They know their offensive line is really good, but sometimes they overuse it. Like, how does Tanner Morgan only throw thirteen times? And probably eight of those were in the last like two minutes where he threw two picks or whatever. I don't know. They just stink. They're just bad. They're just. And what's crazy is I don't understand how you can go on the road, beat Colorado. By 30 points. Shut right. them out. 30 to zero. Right. A team that played AM, who's a good team. Close. Really close. In the same like kickoff like type thing. I mean, yeah. It doesn't even make sense to me. Like to me, that's not a talent thing, really. That's just like they weren't ready to play bowling green or weren't prepared or not at all. Not bought in. Like it's there's more to that than just them not being good because they've shown like they, they can play with Ohio State, they can play with right shit out of Colorado. So yeah. I mean they I saw that they were uh the last they were 30 point favorites and the last time or 30 point favorites were 60 and 0 in the last 60. And then uh they lost that. So that's I mean that's that just can't happen straight up. Yeah. Um another 30 point dog who almost won. Shout out to UConn. <laughs> Almost beat Wyoming straight up. Uh, they probably should have won that game, but uh, shout out UConn. You know, shout out them boys in UConn. After I started right. talking about them, they, they covered two weeks in a row. They were like, dude, they, sh- they should have never lost that game. I'm not going to lie. Like, you got to be – they were a especially bad team in that last, like, quarter to lose. But, oh. no, shout out to UConn. I just happened to look at UConn's schedule. Uh oh. This game needs to be on TV. What is it? <laughs> Two weeks. UConn at UMass. No. Oh my God, the shit bowl. That's the two worst teams I think in power or in in D one. Has to be. That's gonna be electric. That's gonna be the best game. That's ever. gonna be. We're gonna have to hype that up. And that's like, my make, Super Bowl, right? Like, that's, that's gonna be so fun. I'm, I'm excited for that. How do they even play each other? Like, they're so bad. <laughs> like, what's the spread on that game? They've both been like 30 point underdogs every week. It's probably a toss up. It's probably even. <laughs> Pick them. 
Um, right. You got anything else? I mean, I could – yeah. You got anything else? Yeah, there's a bunch of other games I think we could talk about. Definitely. Um, I want to kind of talk a little bit about Iowa and how that was just – I mean, they're ranked number five right now. I'm a huge Iowa fan. I don't think they're a top five team in the country right now. But I think when you look at all the other teams, like there's not a lot of teams winning by a lot. You know what I mean? That's true. And if you look, if you know Iowa football, they're not a team that goes and blows everybody out. Now you got to beat Colorado State a little bit more convincingly than that. But also, like if you look at that game too, like that pick that they threw, they would have scored on that if they don't throw that like tunnel screen. Like it wasn't like just a horrible like just decision. Yeah. Um, um, there's that safety in the end zone that's like that guy just didn't get out. And I don't know how that ball gets true. started on the yard line. That's another two-point swing, plus they get the ball back. Um, their defense didn't play bad. Um, the, the two times that Colorado State scored was they started on the Iowa 20 after that pick six, and then they started on, like, the 38 um, after, like, shank punt. Yeah. So, um, we know – I mean, we know what Iowa's defense can do. Yeah. Um, but their offense is fucking awful. Yeah, it's not very good. It's really bad. Um, like, they, it's not like – it's not like, oh, yeah, it's pretty – no, they're they, – they struggle to move the ball against Colorado State. Like, they, they move the ball here and there, but, like, dude, you can't – you shouldn't be talking about, like, you know, if we don't throw that pick, we don't do this, we don't – against Colorado State. Yeah, I mean they they they're not running the ball very well right now, and yeah, they're weak. It's not running backs. Tyler Goodson, I think, is one of the most talented backs in the country and in, in, in the Big Ten. It's not his. It's offensive line issues. They've had some injuries. A lot of them are really young. They really haven't gotten their five set. Um, and I think Petrus too. You know, there's some issues with him. He's not unbelievable, but he doesn't need to be unbelievable when you got that good of a defense. You just got to make the right throws. I don't think it's necessarily all been on him. I think the offensive line plays a big part of it. If you're an Iowa fan, I mean, most people don't care, but there was two true, true freshmen that came in and played really well at receiver. And receiver, if you look at other the Iowa games, like they throw to the tight ends a lot. Laporta gets open all the time. Like most of their passing game has gone to the tight ends. You're starting to see it open up a little bit more and the receivers are getting open. I'm not as much worried about the pass game because – that's not – Iowa doesn't really need a team that's going to just fucking air it out. Well, this team's not going to be very good, and they're definitely not a top-five team and not a top-ten team if they can't run the ball. And that's where I'm nervous about it. Um, I think, you know, if there's anything I'm comfortable with them getting better at, it's offense a lot. So that I'm not too worried about it yet. They're 4-0. It's a big game this weekend, then Penn State. Hopefully we take care of business this weekend. That's going to be tough. But, yeah, as a fan, I'm not too worried about it yet. They just got to keep winning and then keep getting better. Because I don't think there's a lot of other teams in the country that are just way better than them. I mean, there's definitely teams that are just as good, if not better. But this year with college football, it's like it's pretty open. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, I Man, have you seen the spread on the Maryland game? Yeah, it's minus four. Uh, that feels like a. I, I think, dude, 
I think there's going to be a lot of people with money on Maryland. I think there's going to be a lot of people with money on Maryland. Um, I think Iowa wins, but I think they get scared here really, really bad. Like, I think I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, obviously, I'm not, I'm no expert, but I wouldn't be surprised if Maryland wins this game. Yeah. I was, this is going to be close. I mean, it's not, it's not like that's for me, I guess it's not a shock at all. It's a four point spread. Vegas knows this game's going to be close. Like, it's, it's not a shock to me if they get scared or not. Like, this is a game that's going to be tough. You got to go in and win. Maryland is knocking on the door. Top 25. Yeah. I don't think they're very good. I mean, it, you could just watch that Illinois game and you can kind of see like they yeah. struggled against Illinois. Like, this is, yeah. I said it at the beginning of the year Maryland wins their first four games and then plays somebody. You were right lose. on that. But this is kind of a situation where it's Friday night, you're at home. Maybe they like go get one here. Ooh, and as an Iowa fan, you're worried about it. But I mean, if you're a good team, you go and win this game. Like, That's you're going exactly to learn right. a lot. That's exactly right. Um, and, uh, Maryland also has Ohio state next week, like the week after Iowa. That's a loss. That's definitely a loss. Um, but this, I mean, this Maryland team, they can score tag of Iowa to his brother. Like they can, they can get going quickly. Uh, but it's a good Iowa defense. Who knows what happens in that game? Um, but how, uh, how confident are you that they win that game? Like just straight up win, like percentage. Um, I don't know percentage. I, I think they'll find a way to win. I think it's going to be another week where Iowa fans are going to be like, oh, fuck, like you're struggling against Maryland, can't do this, can't do that. And national media is going to be like, oh, they're ugly, they can't. I think they're going to find a way to win. I don't think this is the week they lose. I think they win this game, and I think they're going to beat Penn State. And Ooh. I think – I think Wisconsin's going to be the week where, you know, if they win that, then it's like, holy shit, like, here we go again. You know That's what I mean? exactly right. Um, That's exactly right. And I love that you come out with the comments. Yeah, we're going to find a way to beat Maryland, and we're going to, we're just going to beat Penn State. That's just what's going to happen. I think we're going to beat Penn State. Like, I just straight I, up. I, I honestly agree. I think this is the week where – the other thing, too, is people have – you know, I was thinking about it, and, you know, you could go out – you obviously want to go beat Colorado State by 100. But yeah. the fact that you struggled, you're down at half. This team, it's not really a look ahead anymore. It's like, all right, we're not fucking like – we can't just come out here and walk and get a win. Like, they know now, like, if there was any preconceived notion that they're just better than everybody, because it's hard to block out, like, the noise that you're a top-five team. I'm sure it 100%, is. I'm yeah. not in the locker room, but I'm sure it is. I don't think they'll have that anymore. Like, I think they – they know they got to prepare just as the same for every team. And I always could at that anyways. But, um, yeah, I think they're going to find a way to win this weekend. I, I like that. I do like that. Um, I almost want to say, like, if they lose against Maryland, like, they either win both these next two games or they win both of them. I don't think if they lose to Maryland, I don't think they're going to lose to Penn State. I don't either. But if they, lo- uh, if they lose to Maryland, I think they could come back. I don't know what's happening. Well, I don't know what I'm saying. No, I, I know exactly what you're saying. You're saying if they lose to Maryland, you think they're still going to beat Penn State. Yeah. And beat Maryland. They're still, I, I think they're going to beat Penn State, too. I think I got Penn State locked up, but I think this Maryland game could be close. That's yeah. what I'm um, Yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, oh, and Iowa State losing. I couldn't have been more wrong on that game. Oh, uh, we both were. Yeah, I, I really I thought think- Iowa State was going to start rolling until – 
playoff time. Um, I so still shout out to Baylor. Yeah. I'm not going to switch up because I think we both said on the podcast on Thursday or whatever, we were like, yeah, this is an Iowa State team. They're going to be 11 and one and be back in the playoff contention. Yeah. Like then they just lose to Baylor. Uh, I still think they're going to win the Big 12. They're going to find mm-hmm. a way to win the Big 12. I like that. It does feel like a, it does feel like an Iowa State team where we get to the the college football playoff pick them and whatever, and it's like fuck, do we put since an undefeated Cincinnati team in or like a two loss Iowa State team or even like a two loss USC team? Like some something like that happens. I feel like every year, um, and I think Iowa State could be that team. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we're I think we're both on the record. I think a lot of people jump off the Iowa State ship now. I think we're both on the record yeah. that Iowa State's still a pretty good team. 100%. And the Big 12 is not that good. Yeah. Uh, I. What do you think about Oklahoma? How do you think that – when do you th- – I got I want to look at their schedule. When do you think they're going to lose? Because it's I think coming. they're going to lose this weekend. Who do they play? At Kansas State. Ooh. Kansas State did just get rocked by Oklahoma State. Yeah, it's all right. I, Oklahoma State, West Virginia is not very good. Nebraska is not very good. Tulane's definitely not very good. I mean, they're winning these games by like five points, like a every time possession. It's gonna catch Holy up to them eventually. Holy shit! I just, I'm just looking at their thing. They beat somebody seventy six to zero. Yeah, I think who's W? Is that what WCU? Who's that? Western Carolina. It's an FCS. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Other than that, all the games are close, and I will say they do have Texas in two weeks. After this week, it's Texas. It's a big game for Sark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Hey, Texas is another team. I say, like I said, I didn't get to watch a lot of the games this weekend, but like that was a score that when you saw it, you're like, holy shit, they scored 70. 70. They covered the over under by themselves. It was 66. They, their one loss was Arkansas. I know. On the road. And I think Texas will beat Oklahoma. I hope Texas beats the shit out of Oklahoma. Because honestly, be the best. We don't like Texas, and we joke about the Texas back, but college football is a little bit better when Texas is good. There's oh, a thousand percent. Orange and, like, the – McConaughey like, doing some stupid shit. Like, Texas oh, yeah. is – it's fun to have Texas good. Yeah, so let's get them in there. Um, um, looking at some other games to potentially – I was right about that Rutgers game. And I was so off on that. Them boys, them boys not bad. They're really not. And I, I wouldn't even take that as a negative from the Michigan side. I think that's a pretty good win. Yeah. Even I mean, like seven points. I think it's similar to like Iowa, Maryland. You just got to find a way to win that game. Right. Right. It's exactly. That was a really poor spread, the 20. And I, I jumped all over that. Um, I knew, I just didn't think that. And Michigan was up pretty, pretty big at half. And Rutgers came out the second half and played well. If you want to talk about offensive weaknesses, Michigan has fucking glaring offensive weakness and it's throwing the ball I and mean, they're a little bit better this it's like Iowa I mean they run the ball a little bit better in Iowa but throwing the ball they still struggle a little bit and McNamara didn't play as bad this week but if you look at some of their stats they just don't throw the ball very well yeah yeah uh definitely agree staying in Michigan Michigan State another win Nebraska they played them oh, tough uh, I love that <laughs> I love Michigan State. I like. I really love them. Like, and our friend plays for the team, so I'm like always tuned in. I I don't know what it always is. Always responds, like, man. I I texted him after like all of his wins. He's such a player. Like, He's my guy. I love him. And like, I I just like watching like them play. They're pretty. Like they they play weird. Like they play weird, but I like it. 
and they keep winning games. Uh, that game was probably closer than it should have been, but Michigan State oh, they comes should have been won that game. The Brat, my favorite thing is tuning into Nebraska in the last eight minutes of the game and find but just like watching how they're gonna fuck this one up. Like every week. It's it's Scott Frost in his post-game press conference, just straight to blaming his players. Like it's so electric. He really yeah, every weekend, bro. Every single week. He's the biggest douchebag on the planet. He blames no one else but his players. He was like, basically, I don't know the exact quote, but he was like, yeah, we can teach these guys and preach all the time to not jump off sides, to not commit penalties. But at the end of the day, as coaches, we can't do anything. It's up to them to, to make the decision not to jump off sides. Like, at some point, they need to buy in. It was like, Jesus, dude, like, holy fuck. Like, that's not a leader. That's yeah. horrible. I, I'm looking at the the win probably you know how they do the win probability throughout the whole game. There was yeah. a time where they were 94%. There was six minutes left in the game and they it found a way to punch. It was the punt. So this weekend for Nebraska was the punt and then them just kind of at the end of the game sitting on it. Yeah. Like they had a chance to go down score and then they just sat on it and they gave Michigan State the ball back but that punt was so funny because the special teams play to lose Nebraska the game or to get Michigan State back in it is electric he blamed his punter too he's like no we got, he didn't yeah he was like we got people oh, at fuck. the university to specifically punt a football like we have to be better than that it was a horrible punt though like I was watching the game and it was like they had a punt coverage to like the right side of the field and it was on the right hash and he punted it like on the other sideline and the Michigan State guy I don't know if it was the return man or who it was just caught it and ran straight forward and oh yeah close. I remember that because he's supposed to punt to the right side and oh, the entire team went to the right because they kind of did that thing where it's like oh yeah the ball is over here I'll get it and then they just had another guy on the other side who actually had the ball yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That I mean, that's just that's that's just good TV. Um, I think you should talk about uh, UNLV almost upsetting Fresno State. Fuck them! Man, they were winning that whole game. They were literally winning that whole game, and I live bet it, and I ended Fire. up making money on it. Fire just... jerseys. You saw Fuck those UNLV them. ones? I hate them so much. They are fire, though. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, also Auburn really struggled with Georgia State. It ended up being 10 because they threw a pick six once they got the ball back. But they had it like fourth down against Georgia State down five or something. And they came out and got it. But it was it was really close. Yeah, that didn't they play? Did they play Penn State last week? I think they did. Right. I think they had a bye week and then it was that. Or no, they I don't know. It was last week, was it? Oh, it was last week. You're right. So I was kind of a class. And I told you, them boys at Georgia State, not that bad. Usually. <laughs> Name one player. No, nah, I can't. <laughs> but usually there's like some, you know, you have those teams. There's just some schools. Yeah, you see them. It's like there's some of those in basketball, too. You're like, hey, they in the tournament a lot, dog. <laughs> they might be ass, but you've seen them on TV one time. Right. when they play. SF Austin every time in college basketball. Yeah. For me. Even at Um, yeah, that's the pod. Um, yeah, we'll be back with the pick'em Thursday. Uh, NFL pick'em Friday. We had to miss a week. We were in. We were at. We we're really at Civil War. 
for a while, so we had to skip an NFL pod. Um, we'll be back Thursday for Pick'em. Have a day, baby. Sell out in the stores. You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got blocks, who mostly go down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, Mace.